everybody, this is MGS, the movie and game show, a podcast where we talk about movies and we talk about games. My name is Dallin, and as always, I am joined by the corpse of Scott Russell. <laughs> How are you? It's, Hello. It's not Halloween anymore. We missed it. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> joined by you can be spooky all year round, everybody. The father of Miss Piggy and the Tomba Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Joint joint custody of both. Evil incarnate, yeah. Evil incarnate. I'm good. Uh, it's always good to have Muppets about, isn't it? It's always nice. I mean, sure. I think, personally. Uh, and this... this I, I feel like with this film, right, it's... I don't think it's amazing. Because I think you have to, like, just tell yourself, this is a TV holiday special thing. That's exactly it's what it like, is. This is this the made-for-TV like, equivalent, yes. No, this isn't... Um, you know the next big Muppets thing. Sure, it's just it's just something for a bit of fun. I I feel like you know uh, a, a nice meeting of Muppets and the Disney theme parks. You know it's it's just coming together. Beautiful, yeah. And it's just giving you the ride in a puppet form, basically, yeah. which is which is good. I obviously I love Muppets and I do love uh, Haunted Mansion as well. So it's a good fit to have them together. You were in for and a I good time, regardless. The yeah. creativity that they can do here is uh, quite interesting. I think. That it it is a little bit it's and I told you about this before we both watched it that I'm expecting it to be quite child friendly right it's yeah it's jo- it's silly jokes right it's not like it's not laugh out loud funny in any places really uh, and but the quality is higher than a lot of these other Disney parks movies right because certainly I will always defend both puppetry and stop motion as two of the greatest art forms mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. A lot of effort goes into them, and they also hold up incredibly well. They do, yeah. Across time, because we watched Nightmare Before Christmas last year, and that movie looks excellent. It does. Compared to the CGI of the early 90s, and even the 2000s, and nowadays, CGI can age terribly. Whereas puppets and little plasticine figures, they last forever. Looking good, looking good. Yeah. Um, So, like, I think in comparison to the other movies... Some of them are a little bit better in terms of just my general enjoyment, yeah, right? Yeah. Because this is just it. It is like I think Disney kind of like dumbed down the Muppets a little bit, and because it's not a lot of the original performers, like I like the Muppets from like the seventies to the nineties, right? Like that's I think those are those are good. You know, the only original puppeteer that you have really is Dave Goals, who does Gonzo, and I think that you can see. That Gonzo is like the most fully fleshed character and probably gives one of the better performances, right? Whereas like they ch- they've changed a lot of the other ones, uh, especially Kermit. I'm dis- disappointed. Kermit, the Kermit voice in this, shocking. I was like- surprised. I so, as you know, not a huge fan of the Muppets. In fact, yeah, kind of n- not a fan of the Muppets at all, really. Um. And yeah, when Kermit pops up, I mean, he's only in it for not more than a couple of moments. Um, but yeah, I was like, this sounds like me doing Kermit. A lot of people could do better Kermit. Yeah, I was like, this so sounds weird. So Matt Vogel is the performer who does him, right? And he took over after Steve Whitmire left or was fired from the Muppets, right? And how do you he get replaced, sorry? How do you get fired from the Muppets? I think he 
either he wanted more money or they refused to give him money or something mm. something to do with that i i was i meant to look that up actually uh but i'm not i'm not really sure uh so some like there was a big there was a big controversy he looks a bit like shaggy from scooby-doo as well <laughs> uh so he basically did uh kermit uh post-1990 when jim henson died so jim henson used to do kermit yeah and then steve Whitmire. but i like him i like it because he does the muppets christmas carol kermit and all that all like, all your ones. best ones yeah yeah, he does those, right. So I do like him, and I do think he did a good impression, because he worked with Jim Henson. Because Steve Whitmire used to do Rizzo the Rat. That was his main one, right? And then he took over and did all these other ones. And then, now Matt Vogel's doing them. And I don't think he's that good at it. And it doesn't really sound like the Kermit that we all like. And I'm just it's like... It's a bit weird, mm. yeah. So, so, like, because a lot of the original voice cast aren't there to bring their original spirit to the Muppets, like, they're kind of supposed to be a bit mean... And they're a bit like they're a bit more angry with each other, and everybody has a bit of conflict. And like, I just feel like they're too cutesy now. They're all very lovey, yeah. They're a bit sanitized, and this is Frank Oz's like main criticism of the Muppets now. Obviously, he's still alive and he's just retired, right? But he doesn't he doesn't enjoy these Muppets because he thinks that they're too lighthearted and child friendly. Whereas like the Muppets before kind of spoke to adults as well as children. Mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, I think that's that's maybe my main criticism of this is that it just it's a little bit it's nothing really for me in this other than the fact that they're Muppets. Yeah, you know? it does feel just dumb. You just know? a bit dumb, isn't it? Yeah. It is, and yeah. it's like th- there are parts that I enjoyed, and I will say like I enjoyed this more than like the two recent like theatrical movies, Muppet movies, which I thought were just shite um yeah i'm saying the second one but the first one's the first one's fine it's just i don't know it's just this like it's this like saturday night live feel to them yes right? which i know they the muppets were on saturday night live but i feel like the saturday night live of the 70s and 80s was very different yeah a bit better than nowadays right uh now it feels like it's like these viral like little memes and in jokes and stuff and it's just not I, it just i don't know there's just it not just feels like comedy bits in there or something and yeah but no like I've, i i enjoyed this well enough i you know i enjoyed the the parts of the ride that they emulate you know which they do a well really fun job with yeah. that so i think that that's really yeah. good it's all in there it's all in there but yeah i mean this is one of those ones where it's like 55 minutes yeah all right like great like fly through perfect don't want any more good run time don't want any more than that yes yeah okay so we'll get in with the plot right we start on a spooky evening and there's some jazz piano and there's some spookies in the air right i can't remember the song that they're covering here right oh it's dancing in the moonlight i've actually written it down so rolf who's the dog yes right also i don't so he was by jim henson as well and he wasn't in it for a really long time. And now he's back. I don't know if the Kermit voice is the same as this voice. But this voice is much better than Kermit's. Right. So he's singing Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh no, I've actually I've corrected myself here. <laughs> I'm getting too in-depth on this. So it's actually Dr. Teeth who is the Muppet. Right. It's not Rolf. Because they have the same voice. It's not actually Rolf. At the end, you see that it's Dr. Teeth singing it. You know, Do- you know Dr. Teeth, don't you? 
Look big, him up. Big look fan. Him up. You know, big fan. You, look him up. You know, you'll know who he is. Right. So Gonzo's in a limo with Pepe the Prawn. Right. And I, I, they did this with Muppets Treasure Island and Christmas Carol that Kermit's not the main character. Right. Gonzo and Rizzo in those other ones and now Pepe. And I think the dynamic between these two characters is good. Yeah. As the main characters. They're a bit sort of fish out of water. Right. Whereas Kermit's a little bit more like he's in the center of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody likes him. Whereas Gonzo's on the periphery, isn't he? And that brings you in a little bit more, I, I think. I think it works out well. I, I do too. I think the the biggest benefit of that, of having Kermit not be the main character here, is that we also don't get a lot of Miss Piggy. There you go. Which is go. the best thing that this movie could have done. By far, <laughs> the most annoying character ever put on film. The original Miss Piggy's good. Like Frank Oz's Miss I Piggy's really good. I couldn't tell you. I just, I just know that watching this, and I, I'm thinking, man, like I think that's a lot. That's where a lot of my dislike comes from. Is that character? Probably, probably. I just like what he says about her. And in interviews, he talks about her, and he's like, in her head everything's fine. Like, she's just, like, she's so deluded that, like, her reality that she's created for herself just is. And everybody else is a side character. She's Trump. In her story. (laughs) She is Trump. Like, I like the way he, like, he's developed the psychology of her character. I think that's interesting. But, obviously, quite annoying. But that's just, that's what, like, she's completely normal in her head. I'm not, like, that's that's an interesting fucked up character, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right, they're in the limo. Pepe's fucking on Tinder or whatever, and nobody's nobody likes it, right? And then Kermit's on a video call, dresses Miss Piggy, and Piggy's dressed as Kermit, and this is the only bit that she's in, right? So, good for you, right? They're at a Halloween party, and Gonzo can't come because he's going to do this fear challenge at the haunted mansion where his favorite magician disappeared a long time ago, right? Wonder if that's uh, going to come into play so, later. Oh. Probably will. So they have to spend the night in the haunted mansion, right? Uh, fucking and also I wrote on this video call the Swedish chef is there and he has to do a pumpkin uh, but the pumpkin is sentient so this is just this is just murder just right? murder <laughs> yeah is, yeah <laughs> so he's actually just just homicide a, a human being yeah right uh, so the limo driver drops them off and the mansion looks good the, pra- the practical effects and the production design are all really really fantastic i think on this. i believe um, i believe that they just filmed this at the ride did they yeah that's handy like See, or that's... or not all of it obviously but a lot of it was just <laughs> they filmed they filmed a bit with the ghosts in the ride yeah <laughs> i think a lot of it was just filmed on location on location that's which good. is great yeah that's what i wanted to know about the haunted mansion or not haunted mansion sorry uh tower of terror yeah but they didn't give i didn't have the information on that i wanted to know if they filmed that at the ride uh, so they go in the gates and there's the grave, grave digger and a Muppet dog and I, I asked myself at this point is that Andrew Scott but it well, actually wasn't him it turned out not to be him oh Andrew I Scott, like Andrew Scott. Is, yeah he is good uh, it's not him uh, he doesn't know anything about a party here uh, and there's a little song that he does about not wanting the ghosts to wake up because they're fucking annoying and all the ghosts come out and there's like the opera ghost, which is good. There's, you got all of uh, all the ghosts in here, don't they? It's good. So you got some real ones and you got some Muppet ones. And Danny Trejo's there as a prisoner. That's weird. Right? Uh, there's the busts and you got Jeff, Jeff Keeley's dumb face. His stupid little mustache <laughs> face. Yeah. 
Why? Why? Uh, are they, I guess this. I guess this is like, hey, you you. I'll put the Muppets in the Game Awards if I can be in the next Muppets movie. That's what he has to be. Yeah. yeah. Why is that happening? Yeah. Yeah. And who's who's uh, who's who's benefit is like who's that for? Like, is do the Muppets think that they're oh we get Jeff Keeley or is Jeff Keeley like, oh we get the like who's what's I'm gonna I'm gonna call him up I'm gonna call him up here I'm gonna say Jeff. What's Jeff, tell what tell me about this situation in which you think that it's a cool idea to have the Muppets on your award show primarily targeted to thirty plus males, and <laughs> I want to know. Uh, Jeff, uh, hello. This isn't for little fucking babies. Uh, <laughs> I want to see. I want to see hardcore violence and sex uh, only. <laughs> tell me about the decision to have the Muppets instead of two Call of Duty trailers. Uh, when's the next Duke Nukem game coming out, Jeff? <laughs> That's what I would like to know. Since you're always uh, teasing shite on Twitter. Uh, why don't you uh, tease us with something that we actually like? Uh, <laughs> <You> dick. Dear, <laughs> dear, <laughs> dear Jeff Keighley, <laughs> I am disappointed to see the Muppets once again <laughs> on the Game Awards <laughs> stage. I know playing Pokemon and Animal Crossing does not make you a gamer. <laughs> All in caps. <laughs> All in caps with loads of spelling mistakes. Gamer without an E. Fucking Animal G-A-M-R, Crossing. G A M R, a gamer. Animal, Animal Crossing without an A. <laughs> Just minimal. Minimal Crossing. Minimal Crossing. <laughs> Liminal Crossing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like. I feel like it just. I don't know. It's a fun. This is just a fun Easter egg, isn't it? Just it's for like it's I don't know. So people like, that like not, Jeff Keighley, or I don't know. I don't know. Like he's yeah. not like a celebrity. Like I wouldn't call him a celebrity. Really, I don't know. It's just no. So it's it's like it's like having like kind of funny in the Lego Marvel game. I guess so. Whatever, it's just you know like what I mean? like fan fans of them will be like, oh, oh I'll, I'll maybe play that yeah. or I'll watch that. You know, I just feel like the Venn diagram here, like the overlap is. Real slim. <laughs> it is a little bit. Tim got to uh, be uh, the Thor frog. So yeah, that's weird. cool. That's cool. <laughs> weird, weird choice, <laughs> though, isn't it? Uh, so anyway, I felt like at this point we should have had more time dedicated to grim grinning ghosts. Yes, it's just uh, a brief, just a, a, yeah, a tail end of this song here is all we get, which is yeah. a shame, a real shame. It is. So they go into the mansion. Uh, and fucking Bojack Horseman is the butler, right? Yeah. And uh, he takes them inside, and he tells them about the Halloween challenge, and the music is playing. He's having crazy. lots of fun here, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he's having a good, he's good, having a good day. <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, so if they fail the challenges for this thing, they have to live in the mansion forever, right? And uh, I wrote here. Real old Tom and dead Tom from Muppets Treasure Island come out, but they're a man and a woman, and they do this jump scare thing where there's a dun 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 sound or something. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, always they come out. Yeah, and he and Bojack Horseman's like, oh no, I know, like yeah. go away, whatever. So those are just puppets that they've reused from Treasure Island. So there you go. That's fun for all the for all the for all the fans there. So they go into the stretching room, 
uh, on the portraits are good. I like There's this, yeah. Janus from the band. There's the pig from Pigs in Space, and the guy that blows things up all the time. And there, they are now the people that are in the portraits. So there's these Muppets that we all like. Right. So they have to find a way out of the room, and then there's a scream. And it's like fucking Bloodborne, and it's this weird goat that keeps coming up every so often. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Like, yeah, it's a weird little thing. Why? Isn't it? Why is this happening? I do like this bit a lot. You know, this is where I'm like, oh, they're actually gonna like do parts of the ride in a really like m- memorable and recognizable fashion, and having the stretching room like that is just really cool. Yeah. You know, because that's yeah. you know how it all kicks off, and it's a really cool effect when you're in it. And yeah, I think it's really fun. Yeah, there's a bit I don't understand what I've written here, but. A little ghost comes out and says something like, don't worry, folks, we're not going to be explaining all the jokes. I can't remember what he's re- referring to, but that's kind of funny. It's like, don't, we're not going to do this all the time. <laughs> uh, so they go, down a, they go down the portrait corridor and all the pictures are changing. There's a lady rat and then there's the Muppets newsreader, new, newsreader and he becomes a skeleton. Uh, and then they see a poster of the Great MacGuffin, which is kind of a funny name because it's just like, this is just this is dumb, isn't it? Just like this is what we're chasing after. Yeah. This is the point of the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, so <laughs> was like, I could be, I could be standing on the very spot where the MacGuffin once stood. <laughs> I see this. I laughed. I I laughed at that, and that was the that was the joke in this movie for me. Was that little bit right there? <laughs> yeah, that's good. So. Pepe runs away from a monster plant and then Gonzo finds busts of Beaker and Honeydew who were the ones that were on the Game Awards. The, perf- yes. the guy with the, gla- the glasses. Yes. And, and, uh, and then... And then <laughs> Dr. Honeydew's like, I do wish we had a better cameo here, Beaker. And Beaker's like... <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, budget. Yeah. Budget. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Pepe goes and he meets John Stamos. Right, <laughs> I, yeah, and then yeah. he yells. Uh, the, Pepe gets scared by a Muppet face of some sort, right? And then he's back with Gonzo, and they're in the room where all the clocks are going round, and uh, the doors are sending them to the same door across the corridor. We're doing all this stuff, right? I think, I'd like, uh, the, as early as this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, so the formula is: you go to the room, you see a celebrity, you do yeah, a joke, a you have a thing and then you go to the next one go to the next room yeah Yeah, that's it yeah that's it so uh the doors are banging and i like the texture and the color of all these corridors and rooms it's all like nice wallpaper it's interesting it's all quite quite visually appealing isn't it uh and it has the same sort of texture quote unquote as the ride does i think like feels quite similar uh so piggy is the head in the bowl i forgot about this so she is back yeah uh so she she conjures the band who are ghosts. Uh, and I wrote here, it's weird that the guy who does Kermit is bad, but Kermit is also the same voice as Dr. Teeth in the band and Rolf the dog, but they're good. So why why can he do them? Why can he imitate Jim Henson's voice that is there? Weird. But he can't do Kermit. It's, it's unusual, right? Uh, so there's a train coming at them at one point. And then it's everybody's favorite Muppet, uh, Sweetums, with a with a trolley, right? And he's running down the corridor pushing this trolley, and Pepe is not having fun, and 
Then they go to the ball. He has a miserable time There's, in this movie. He's just he's a, Pepe. Pepe is scared left, right, and short end of the stick. Right. That guy. And I like him. I I do like him. You know, I think he's a he's a fun fun little muppet, right? Uh, so we go to the ballroom, and there's a lot of Muppet ghosts, and there's a lot yep. of references here. There's all, all every the everything fans. is here. Just all right the Muppet fans, yeah. all the Haunted Mansion fans, right? They're all just so we've got the ghosts. We've got Robin, who's Kermit's nephew, right? We have a monster called the Beautiful Day Monster, right? He's a big blue guy. But, which I like. He's dancing with an old lady. You've got Wayne and Wanda, who actually speak and do a little joke, who are only from the first ever series of The Muppet Show from the 70s. Okay, there you go. That's they're fun. back here. That's kind of cool. And they are actually dancers. So this is why they're included, right? You've got Sam and this old guy who are doing the duel. Like, they come out of the portraits yeah. and shoot each other. Uh, you've got uh, Rolf playing the organ, of course, right? And I feel like this whole... So, in the in the first season of The Muppets, right, they used to have a sketch, and it's really not funny, right, where everybody was dancing in pairs, and then they would all have these stupid one-liners with each other. Like, they would be like... It would just be these little puns yeah. and jokes. Yeah. And it's not... None of it's funny, and it's a really boring sketch, and they just didn't do it after the first season. And I feel like this whole bit is kind of a reference to that. Like, these... Pairing weird, like a okay, chicken yeah. and a fucking pig yeah. and an old person and a monster, like all this shit, right? Uh, so Kermit's here uh, and he's introducing the mansion show, which is, of course, another meta theatrical reference show. to the Muppet show, yeah. right? Uh, so Fozzie is the hatbox bear, which is another good haunted mansion reference because this hatbox ghost, they couldn't get the, the illusion to work. So they just took out, they just took it out. In the 70s or whatever. And never put this ghost back in. Yeah. It was like... The head is supposed to go away from his neck... And go in the box. But it didn't work properly. It, it, it's quite cool. But I watched on that... Uh, Inside the Attraction documentary... Mm-hmm. That's uh, an Imagineer that works there now... Has actually been able to come up with a solution to that... Hot box trick. Oh fun. That's cool. And that they might be including that... Sometime in the future. Back into the... Back into the ride. Which is cool. Uh, so... He does a little stand-up routine... And Statler and Waldorf heckle him. Uh, they're they're in a doom buggy from the ride. Yes, which is good. So they're sitting. And these, of, of course, of the, famously the ones that I like best. The actual ones, just because they're fucking assholes. They're good. Yeah, <laughs> they're good. They're good. <laughs> they're, good. they're good. So uh, they take Gonzo to hell for a second. That's fun. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> and they're in their coffins, right? And then. The Swedish chef is there, and he gets them a drink from a cup that's shaped like a head. Uh, and I wrote, uh, this this Muppet is Angel Marie from Muppets Treasure Island. Oh, I thought you were going to make a cup of a head joke. Cup of a head. This is a cup of a head. Body of a man. Cup of a head. <laughs> so, they're, so basically, the whole, the whole point of this scene is that they think that Gonzo and Pepe are dead, or that they're trying to make them dead, yes. and it's, it's their funerals yeah. or whatever. Uh, so you got a couple of other ghosts here. You got Bobo the bear. You got Phil Van Neuter, right? Or Neuter, if you're American, right? Uh, so these are all, Dallin, you don't know. These are all the edgier 90s Muppets okay. that they made okay. for the show Muppets Tonight, which was like a reality slash like late night TV show instead of like, the sort of vaudevillian Muppet show sure, of the 70s. Sure. This was like MTV Muppets for like 
the night degeneration and they made all these other more adult edgy okay. Muppets, right for this uh, and pepe is part of that group that, so that pepe crowd, is like sure that makes sense yeah yeah so i i like the inclusion of that and also the references to the they're just group. chucking them all so, in here aren't they yeah they are uh so gonzo loved this whole all this funeral shit right apparently they're gonna join them for eternity as ghosts and he's not afraid of anything so this is why he's fucking having a ball yeah right? pepe's not enjoying it gonzo loves it uh <laughs> so at one point pepe goes to another room and he sees a ghost lady and he's like what goddamn keanu reeves man <laughs> right <laughs> like rubbing his eyes because she like speaks spanish to him right uh and then there's this whole back and forth about uh grande gumbo gamba shite going on right <laughs> right <laughs> just this like he's gonna get turned into soup yeah right so she notices that he's a king prawn and he's like hey fuck am <laughs> I right here He's like, hey, I'm going to put my little pink ribbed prong penis to work or whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. That's what he says. So he's fine to leave. Shocking moment right? in the children's film. but I know. <laughs> I can't believe they put that bit in. <laughs> so Gonzo is back with Bojack Horseman and they're going to actually find out what he's afraid of. So they take him to room 999, right? Which is 666 upside down. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it? There's lot, so the, I think you can see on this, there's lots of cutting back and forth between Pepe and Gonzo and their various activities. Yes. Right? And it's, it's quite difficult to talk about because it's just like two minute scene yeah. here. 30 yeah. second scene here. Two minute scene here. Right? So Pepe is with the lady, right? And she's got a wedding dress on and he's loving that she's calling him a big jumbo king prawn. He's he fucking well into it, isn't he? He's, he, he is he's well, doing he's do, is doing or is a doing right? Uh, and then there are all these photos of all the other Muppets, right? Who are her former husbands, which is funny, yeah. right? So you've got, you've got Johnny Fiamma and Salmonella, who's the, <laughs> the gangster and the monkey, yeah. right? You got Lou Zealand, who's the guy who throws the fish. You got Walter, who's from the 2011 Muppets movie. Uh, fucking Jason Siegel's brother, right? Uh, you got a penguin, and then you got Beauregard, who is, I think, the janitor from the Muppet Show, right? Uh, so they all come alive in their ghost form, uh, and they're trying to warn Pepe in some way, I guess. Uh, and then we go back to Gonzo. And he is going down uh, to the 666 room. And it's actually 666 on the sign. It, like, I don't know, flips around or something. Yeah. And, like, like, you're like, ha, ha, ha. That's the, that's the joke. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you're sitting there. <laughs> Gonzo, you prick. <laughs> Gonzo, you prick. <laughs> uh, right. So he looks in the same mirror that Eddie Murphy looks in, right? And he sees himself with a green outline that talks back to him, okay? And then we go back to Pep- Pepe, right? And she's, like, fixing his bow tie, and she's tightening it yeah. really tight. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're, you're kind of strangling me there a bit. And they're preparing the altar for their wedding, right? Uh, 
And then we go back to Gonzo and we find out that everyone in the mansion is trapped there by their fear. Right. But Gonzo has no fears. But seeing his reflection in this mirror reminds Gonzo that he's all alone. He might have one fear. Might have a fear, yeah. So uh, we go back to the wedding and Walter is like, he's like, oh, this reminds me of our wedding. Like, so like, so fond of this. I actually think the wedding thing is kind of funny. It is funny. I think it's a funny. So we get Uncle Deadly appears, who's this weird dragon puppet, the gray guy that's posh, right? And... He's like, he like appears, he's like, whoa, <laughs> he's all scary. And then he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, we're back at the, we're, we're doing another doing one of these wedding we? Doing another, I think that was the moment where I laughed out loud. Because he's like, he's so like theatrical. He's ready to and then do he's a like, bit and then he goes, like, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fucking hell. Back here again, are we? Right. His mood is just dropped. He's just like, oh, fuck. Fucking hell. Not again. Right. So. Gonzo uh, says he isn't alone. He gets to see all of his friends at the Halloween party, right? And then we get to see Zombo as a... Or, not Zombo. Zombo. <laughs> we get to see Zombo. We get to see Zombo and uh, people. Zom- <laughs> the, list of my, the list of the indie games that I want to play. <laughs> Zombo. Zombo and people. <laughs> Zombo so and Popo uh, and yo. <laughs> Popo and yo. So we see Gonzo, and uh, he is a zombie in his reflection. This is horrible. And it's kind of, it's horrible, isn't this it? Is a horrible a little pop-up. shriveled up little wiener. <laughs> I know, a shriveled up wiener nose. I know, it's disgusting. <laughs> I don't hey, like this uh. at all. I was watching this with Skyly, and she's like, Gross, having a good it? time until this. And then she just kind of like, gets like really quiet. I'm just like, yeah, this is really weird. I'm not it is weird, isn't all. it? I know. So his fear is that he's alone. Or that he might be alone. And that he's not going to be able to see his friends again. Right. Uh, so he, he admits that he has a fear. Faces it. And he's able to leave the room. So he goes off to get Pepe. Up the massive corridor. Right. And there's lots of cuts here between the wedding and Gonzo going up the stairs. Uh, and I really like in the Muppets when you get to see their little feet. That's one of yeah. my favorite things. It's because a little, a little it bonus. feels like you're not meant to. Yeah. You're not meant to see them. And you see their little legs walking. You're like, how did they do that? How do they make their little legs move? Uh, so there's a really big monster at the bottom of the stairs that looks like Jersey Devil graphics is what I wrote here. Yes. Uh, this is Skyly's. Looks- this is her favorite bit, by the way, is when he goes Great. up and then down That's and then good. back up. That's good. So Gonzo gets up to the wedding. Uh, and pulls on her veil and he I was like I, I didn't know what he was doing here so he like he pulls on her veil and then he's like tying her up with it I guess because it's really long yeah and then they fly out the window and we see their little feet again uh and then they land outside and it's daytime and there's the grave guy and the fucking he's just been out there the entire just night hanging out apparently, just jacking off on top of people's graves just waking up why <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and then fucking we'll Carlton from the Fresh the Prince is there. Yeah. Little gifts, little little <laughs> little, uh, little snowflakes little snow- on every grave. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlton from the Fresh Prince is there. I think it's him. I think it's Alfonso Ribiria. I think it is him. Was it? I don't it's remember. I think it is, yeah. Uh, he, I think he's got like a feather in his hat. He looks, yeah. Something like that. He looks a bit like a pirate. So he's there, and then uh, he asks him to stay, and Danny Trejo asks him for some tacos because of racism. I, yeah, I was like, this doesn't need to be in here at all. 
No. Why is but he's kind of like he. I feel like he plays into those stereotypes he does. himself, he, doesn't he? Yeah. He enjoys. Like it. he's kind of he he's kind of made a bit of a career on being a Mexican stereotype, doesn't yeah. he? Like, yeah. uh, you know, the big big guy, handlebar mustache. Like he's kind of like Cheech and Chong, isn't he? Yeah. It's about like he's Sam, a serious which Cheech is, Chong. <laughs> no, which is problematic, but like. That's his thing. If, that's, yeah, he's doing if, it if that's what he wants he's to do. If he's it, owning it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Bojack tells them that they're free to go because Gonzo faced his fears and ah ha ha, he's MacGuffin. It's MacGuffin. Ah, ha, ha, he's the guy. Ah, MacGuffin. <laughs> so uh, the limo gets them in the morning, and the bride that Pepe was going to marry is at the window, and she's all fucking annoyed, right? Uh, and then Kermit's on the phone. Mm-hmm. Asking them if they're going to have breakfast. Pancakes. And then, weirdly, weird, Dallin. So, we have the hitchhikers appear here yes. in the car. Yes. In the limo. But they are fucking Casper 1993 CGI and not yeah. just puppets. Yeah. Which is so weird. Really uh, weird. So, yeah. And I, I guessed it was... So, they've... In the ride... It's terrible CGI like that at the end as well. No, it's not. It's not puppets. It's or uh, animatronics or whatever. It's it's CGI characters, and so maybe they just had the CGI available from the ride maybe. and were like, "Let's That'll just include do. that. Let's not make puppets of these guys. Let's just yeah, use the CGI because it's already there." But it was weird, and it looks really ugly. Yeah, it does. I, like they look, they look terrible. They look like they look like Casper meets. Wendy. There's a couple moments in this movie overall that I feel it's just like. Ooh, that looks like like I know this is your made for TV movie and you're just kind of cranking it out quick and everything, but it's like if you've taken like the time and the care to put like all these little cameos and all these Muppets from like the last like Yeah, they've they've put a lot of effort 40, in a lot of places. 45 years of Muppets and then just like you've shot out a bunch of like quick renders. It's just it, there there are a couple spots. I was like, that's a weird that's a yeah, weird decision. Yeah. Budget, uh, am I right? <laughs> budget, as as uh Dr. Honeydew told us earlier, budget. Right. And then the goat screams again. And then, funny, that was for all the all the goat screaming fans, all the Bloodborne fans out there. Uh, and then Dr. Teeth sings Dancing in the Moonlight again. And that's how I figured out that it was Dr. Teeth and not Rolf. Not Rolf. Uh, there you go. Not Rolf. Uh, so there we go. There's the Muppets Haunted Mansion. There we go. Now... Let us do all of the categories. I don't have access to these. I've got it. So we only have there. we only have two, um, and okay. one we don't have to do because the first one is where we rank the rides, which we've already done, and there's no change here. But I will read through it just as as a refresher here. Uh, nice. So we rank the rides that the films in the Disney Park Cinematic Universe are based on. Uh, number one is Pirates of the Caribbean. Number two is Shared between Haunted Mansion and It's a Small World. Number three, Jungle Cruise. Number four, Tomorrowland. Number five, Tower of Terror. Number six, Dinosaur. Number seven, Country Bears. Number eight, Mission to Mars. Now, we rank the films. and We talk about, I guess, is it a good adaptation of the ride? Right. We, right, I'm gonna we, say yes. I, I think this is one of the better, the better ones. It is, sure. yeah, because it's just it is literally it's just literally just the ride. Everything yeah. in the ride, yeah, 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 with Muppets, yeah. So brilliant. So here's the list. And I think I, will, oh, I, 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 I sorry, I will, I will just say that I like because Haunted Mansion and Muppets have kind of they have the same historical time period. Yeah, really. Yeah, they both came out in the 70s and they've both changed a little bit, but also kind of stayed the same since then. I feel like they're a good pair together, and because. 
that what we love about Haunted Mansion is all the animatronics and the real the real practical yeah. effects that they've put yeah. into making it. And it's the same for the Muppets. So I think combining them both works really, really well. Um, it's definitely one of the best. And there's not... They don't try and make this super crazy story to like, you know, fucking the it's first It's just Muppets a showcase. Like Phantom Men- yeah. Or sorry, the first Haunted Mansion is like fucking uh, Phantom Menace. It's like... Yeah. It's a, it's a story about him wanting to fucking buy the property and it's about real estate. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, shite. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is literally just an hour showcase of jokes and little Easter eggs and things like that. And it's... it's Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So here's the list. Uh, number eight, Tower of Terror. Number seven, Country Bears. Number six, Dinosaur. Number five, The Haunted Mansion. Number four, Tomorrowland. Number three, Jungle Cruise. Number two, Mission to Mars. And number one, Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. Where are we putting Muppets Haunted Mansion? What was number five again? Number five was Haunted Mansion. I might put it below Jungle Cruise. See, I was going to put it below Tomorrowland with a qualifier. because That's really low. It, it is, but I really... Wait, where was, where was Tomorrowland again? Tomorrowland's below Jungle Cruise, above Haunted Mansion. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. I thought I thought Tomorrowland was below Haunted. No, it's like, it's above Haunted. Fucking, it's better than the it's better than the original. I one. really liked <laughs> the first act of Tomorrowland, which is approximately as long as this movie. <laughs> so, yeah. I would I would put either it doesn't matter to me either above or below Tomorrowland. You make that decision. I'd say above. I'd rather... I would rather watch this again than Tomorrowland. Okay, sure. Precisely because of what you said. It's shorter, right? <laughs> it's it's a, it's a shorter movie. And Tomorrowland absolutely falls apart and has no plot it whatsoever. Does, yeah. Either. Like, and it gets away so much from what Tomorrowland should... I don't yeah. know. I just don't think it's a very good adaptation. That it's, not, boring, it's not. It's right? Okay, well then there's our list. Top five, Pirates of the Caribbean, Mission to Mars, Jun- Mission to Mars excuse me, Jungle Cruise, Muppets Haunted Mansion, and Tomorrowland. And as it stands, that's going to be the list for some time. We don't have anything really coming Maybe up. ever. Jungle Cruise 2. Well, we've got the <laughs> Owen Wilson uh, Haunted Mansion, uh, but that's probably years out. Um so Angelina or not Angelina Jolie, uh Scarlett Johansson's Tower of Terror. Yeah. Uh, reboots yeah so there we do have things coming up but for the time being that's the list and that is the current uh end of the disney parks cinematic universe look at that nine films the end that's the end nine films all done done. well there you go there you go (laughs) list full of shiters it's really bad (laughs) it's really bad Like, look. like I, I did enjoy, I enjoyed this for what it was, but it's not like, it's not fucking, uh, I was going to say Jurassic Park. That was the only, I was like, it's not Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, that's the only movie that came into my head <laughs> as a comparison. Yeah, I mean, looking at this list and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch Resident Evil next week. <laughs> That'll be something. That'll be something. Uh, but that's what's happening next time we'll continue with the video game cinematic universe with Resident Evil which is it is what it is folks you know better than better than Super Mario Bros better than absolutely better than some I started watching it 
Uh, I watched a little bit, and uh, it was really stupid, but I was having a good time with it. So I'm actually, I am looking forward to finishing that off. So good, good. Well, very good. Thank you so much for joining us, and catch us next time. See ya. Bye.